0: So most of my row along workout things is very much one sided. It's basically just me talking to you while I row on my machine. However, today I've allowed someone else into our world, and it's Pamela Rose, my sister, who is a fatigue coach. I've basically invited Pam. Um, apologies for calling you Pam rather than Pamela. You
1: can call um, me Pam. You can call me Pam. <laughs> I think you can do it calling me Pamela. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So folks that have seen some of my videos, you've seen that, that I've spoken quite a lot about how uh, Pam is a coach that deals with a lot of people who are having fatigue issues and she has a great um, outlook on how to try and give your mind a refresh as well as your body a refresh when it comes to life and in my, in my case anyway rowing. So we're going to have a quick chat today about how we can try and improve our bodies and our minds depending on what we're looking to do. So that's the intro for what we're doing today. For the folks that are uh, Pamela Rose people, then I'm her brother John. Hi, um, I run a row along uh, YouTube channel where people come and row along with me, and I just talk random stuff about technique and my love of Van Halen and stuff. And for the row along people, I'm Pamela Rose, and I'm John's big sister. Um, although I don't like
1: it, I am his big sister. And um, yeah, we've got, it's interesting, we've we've got both a lot in common, but also quite different, especially when it comes to our kind of, um, our, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about today. Um, I, as John said, I'm a fatigue coach, so I help people um, who are, you know, really struggling really struggling with life, you know, ranging from uh, bedbound bound to, um, you know, at least having a, a much sort of lower quality of life than they had before. Um, and, you know, I work with them to help them cope with that and, and get their health back and, and, and work with their energy. And of course, John's working with people who have got, you know, um, oodles of energy and want to expend it rowing. Um, but there is a middle ground, isn't there? And we've talked about that quite often. And, and I guess that's why we're here just now.
0: I think it's the interesting thing is that we, we bo- we're both looking at the same thing which is energy but i'm taking it from when you have lots of energy how you use it and you're looking at from when you have no energy how you can then come in the middle i remember when I mean, there's a, a, a highlander two do you remember highlander two the film not as, as much a,
1: as highlander one but yeah, part
0: yeah. Sean, sean connery he, sh- he shumming up all of your life force into one little point in his hand and that's why i often think about it is that from my point of view i'm trying to get all of my energy into a row at that one point. But, but for your side of things, you're trying to get people to get that enough of amount of an energy to, to actually exist and move on with their day, I suppose
1: yeah I mean gosh there's so much we could talk about but you know for the people I help actually balancing their energy and having it kind of consistent like this throughout the day is what's what what they're they're looking for people are often what we call in the trade booming and busting and Mm. they're they're doing too much of that which you can get away with when you're strong and, and fit and healthy um but I guess you know one of the things we'll talk about a lot today and one of the reasons I'm here is there's a lot you can do to protect yourself and prevent yourself getting any of these kind of you know um fatigue related or or any health challenges and it's always better to kind of avoid it in the first place than find yourself having to recover from something
0: it's kind of like thirst isn't it it's like with the everyone says you if you start to drink when you're thirsty it's already too late you've 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 crossed that threshold you're you're already kind of on your way to dehydration so you want to constantly just be thinking about i need to take on fluids and whatever. And it's the same, I guess, with your energy systems at the moment you just feel that energy dump, you're like, oh, this is now too late and you're you're kind of playing catch up, aren't you?
1: Yeah. I mean one of the things that's really interesting, I mean, interesting is a bit of a stretch, but when you've got a, a fatigue related health challenge is discovering quite how much energy everything takes you know everything and you don't realize this when you're privileged enough to have all of your energy and you know be in full health you 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 can be you know it, it, you just take so much for granted you know i work with people who reading one page of a book would floor them for the rest of the morning wow. you know um and i mean as you know i think it's worth saying that um the reason i do what i do today is because i've been there you know mm. i can talk knowledgeably about this as Somebody who you know personally has had a fatigue condition. I mean, gosh, you you can vote for that. You've seen me, you know, course, with yeah. very little energy, and um and I'm back, yeah. and I'm swapping texts with you yesterday, um talking about the fact that I, I'm rowing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm back rowing. So that's that's the the other middle ground here is that you know um it's in the genes. I feel I should row, um not nearly yeah. as good as you, obviously, but you know I'm back and I can you know I can. I can push myself and row, um, yeah. which gosh, thirteen years ago would have been impossible. So anyway, I think yeah, you know, it, it, energy is so important, and of course we're talking about energy here. But looking after yourself and preventing these difficulties is, is this you know is about so much
0: more. I know, because I mean, you can you can look at this from so many different points of view, like, say, you, you, people like when you had your just that fatigue that happened, then you can look at uh, people in my case who need to look after our energy in order to be able to perform well for what we're doing. But then you look at the folks that have just come right where we are right now with COVID. You get the ones yeah. that there's so many different tiers. Like, I, I, well, like no, I caught COVID on the flight back from Vegas. And that knocked me for sick for someone who was so I was rowing while I was in Vegas because I was like, hey, I've got all the power in the world. And then suddenly to yeah. not be able to walk to the top of the stairs without needing to sit down halfway because I was so floored and you just realize mm-hmm. just how much your body gets hit. And so I still figure I was lucky that it only took me a couple of months to kind of return back to where I was. But that was mostly because I kept on heeding your advice about don't boom or bust, don't don't like build yourself up but never fall off never fall off the edge of what you're building
1: and and exactly and and you had you know you say it was lucky that you were bad but you did have you did have your annoying big sister telling you to kind of be careful (laughs) um but also you know yeah i mean you are wise about how to to look after your body and you'd you'd have you'd see me you know Mm. in I slipped into my chronic fatigue experience which was seven years you know it took me seven years to get completely through it Mm -hmm. is because I kept ignoring the signs Mm -hmm. I would say I mean I've helped I haven't actually added them up recently but I would say about 250-300 people who have got long COVID let's call it long COVID post post COVID fatigue a lot of people and I can talk quite you know i i can only talk about my view of, of it of course which is a very unique view but of of those people at least 90 percent are people who got back to doing too much too soon mm. uh, when they still needed to to get over it which is something that you should always do anyway you should always give your body a chance to get through something if you've been ill but there's something about covid mm. Thing about covid that really makes that incredibly important and that's you know what a reason i'm here today as well is to kind of you know give people helpful advice about you know give yourself give your body that chance you know so i
0: mean so there is there then a commonality between like the, the, the three things i just mentioned between like performance and just fatigue and and illness where the importance of actually just saying right where am I now how do I feel what what do I have in front of me that kind of how do I meter out my energy for the day is that is that kind of what the most important part is no matter where you are in the scale
1: sort of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I think you can take it broader than that and I talk about there being three triggers if we're talking about you know it becoming a chronic health condition you know problem and i mean and that is what everybody wants to avoid you do not want a chronic health no. problem and no. um, there tends to be three things going on so we'll come to looking at the date but 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 looking at the bigger picture usually um you know people have had a period of um emotional stress now that could be good stress mm. but usually it's not you know i'd had all sorts going on as you know Oh, it's not appropriate to go to but you know I'd had some emotional stress just beforehand um usually they're pushing it too much as well mm-hmm. um with me I was traveling around the country getting up early traveling off for work and what have you and just pushing 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 uh, or people are exercising and pushing their boundaries too much and the third the third thing is some kind of compromised some reason for having a compromised immune system so that could be because you've you know had repeated illnesses such as I had and and you know, lots of antibiotics and all that kind of thing, or you've been ill. You know, mm-hmm. you've had the virus, and you don't, you're, you're still in that kind of um, careful stage. So those three things, if you've got those three going on, I would suggest you have to be, you should be super careful. If you're thinking, yeah, I've been pushing myself with rowing, works really stressful as well at the moment. Oh, and I did have that really nasty cold last week. Be particularly careful for looking out for the signs, you know. And then in the day itself, yeah, of course, that's where you are being careful for the signs and 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 you know just being honest with yourself i think john i think people it's really easy especially a sports mindset is go 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 push through the pain that's what makes you successful isn't it
0: yeah and i think that's also I, I, it's quite easy to get stuck into a plan or, or at least that routine of a plan as well where somebody says to you right here's your five-day plan monday tuesday wednesday this is what you do thursday friday blah blah and 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 so you're just you're, you're focused more on my routine is that I work out today, tomorrow, I go to the gym, I go. blah, blah. And it's almost like that, that part in your head that says, I'm quite tired today. You just don't allow that to come in because you're like, but the plan says I have to roll, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's what, certainly for me, I, when I have hit my energy lows through, uh, through overtraining, and for or at least, sorry, I, I don't believe in overtraining. What I believe in is under recovery where where yeah, I, I yeah. hadn't recovered enough to be able to do the next session. And so, and, and it's because I just wasn't listening. I was too busy just myopically mm-hmm. following, uh, mm-hmm. which is easy to, I mean, I, I can say that now because I've come through the other end, but lots of the roll along people that, that get in touch with me, I'm constantly saying, take a rest day, ease off, make sure to Absolutely. undulate your-
1: Absolutely. And you know, like I say, these people that I'm helping now, many of them, whether it's long COVID, whether it's other reasons for fatigue, they would give anything, and I and, and I cannot stress this en- enough. They would give anything to be able to turn back time and make different choices about how much they pushed themselves um, and, and, and decisions they made, you know, and it, it, it isn't easy. I mean, it's easy for me to say, it's not always easy to do. And it's one of the reasons, as you know, that, that a lot of my more recent studies have been much more about how the, the brain works and the mm-hmm. mind works, because even with my guys, and, and there is a lot of common ground here, you know, I'm working with people who we get them stable, we get them feeling a bit better, and then and then they're starting to 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 kind of push their tolerances and maybe, you know, start to go for gentle walks. And I mean, I'm meaning like two minutes right. each time, uh-huh. and then they're build up for four minutes and then six minutes and what have you, maybe every other day, every third day or what have you. At first, you know that. So again, they're on a program, they feel great, You know, being able to walk, and then they're like, you know, right next one Thursday. And if they wake up on Thursday and they're feeling a bit, you know, less good, as I would say, Mm -hmm. it's a big thing for them to say, "Oh, I shouldn't go for my walk," because even though they're only walking for two minutes or four minutes or what have you, for them, they get they still get a dopamine hit from the fact that they can walk again. You know, remember that this is it's still an achievement for them. So I have to help them, and and I do help them with a lot of, you know. coaching and techniques and what have you and, on how to accept and see rather than it being a, this is maybe a helpful message rather than seeing that as um an action of lack and and it being something you're not doing look at it as probably the most important decision you could make on that day yeah, yeah. not do that thing not to go for the walk not to push yourself rowing because yeah. Hopefully, the next day you will. But if you keep pushing through too much, there's just a chance it could come back and bite you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I think again, like when you, when you turn that, like, when you go into the upside down onto the world of rowing, that, that then comes into rest days where, like, like right now, so I've just done five days straight of uh, doing the, the current plan I'm on. And today's meant to be a rest day. But I woke up today feeling awesome. And I'm like, I want to work out. I want to work out. And it's now, I've got this. These, this battle in my head going on saying well you know what you can make tomorrow your rest day um, yeah. and, and work out today because you feel good you know that right you, you promise yourself to take tomorrow but there's that battle thinking well if I do do today is that going to then am I going to scrape the barrel and then even then one day rest isn't going to be enough whereas if I took it now then it's and I think that's the battle is different sports side of things is is allowing yourself to rest when you're feeling good whereas like the the, like going back on the other side of the upside down it's like allowing yourself to rest when you're feeling a little bit tired for the the fatigued people it's like it's the same thing but upside down
1: yeah and and of course just to sort of because I I hope a lot of um I haven't got my own YouTube channel but I do have you know um, quite following on social media and I and I expect a lot of them will watch this as well and you know for anybody who has fatigue who's watching this you know the more common ground really is when and um you know i work with people who are, who are getting to a good place they're up to walking 2 minutes every and they're feeling really good and they want to push it more and i absolutely have learned from helping so many people that that there are certain indicators you need to 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 wait to be in mm-hmm. place before you take that as a license to do more, you know, just yeah. because they're feeling really good on a day, they, you know, they shouldn't necessarily push it. So yeah, you know, there's, there's not as much difference here as, as, as you might think, not from a psych, you know, psychology point of view. Yeah.
0: For the, the rowing point of view, what I I talk about is that you basically you have a petrol tank, you have a tank of fuel in your body that is, That is there and so you you do different kind of things so you you go for like a nice long slow row or in other cases be like a walk or whatever and this gives you a bigger petrol tank that can can, is able to contain more fuel but then when you start to push the intensity of what you're doing it's like someone pulls a plug out of the bottom of that petrol tank and and how intense you go controls how Mm. fast that fuel comes out and I, i think in an optimum world, it's always controlled, that there's nothing. There's no other thing coming in to make that petrol come out of your tank quicker. But I think if you're already fatigued, it's like that plug, it's like two plugs have come out and suddenly it's coming out even faster. And you never want to let it all run dry because that's when you get the sludge and the, and the stuff that suddenly, and it's so hard to fill your tank back up again. And I think that's kind of in my head that the easiest way I can think about it is that you're constantly building up your tank. And then from a performance point of view, it's how you then use that tank of fuel, because you don't want to go flat out from the start, run out of fuel, and you've only got half your race left. But at the same time, you don't want to go out for a walk that's 10 minutes long and suddenly you've just completely drained your tank and you're destroyed for the next day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And 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 if you've got fatigue, your tank is that bit smaller, you know, yeah. of course. And, 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 um, and, it, and
0: it'll run drier quicker. That's kind of what I, yeah. I figure is that it's um, I'm used yeah. to it being like a little tiny little sips, but suddenly just getting yeah. out of bed in the morning is like someone's putting the foot in the gas and you're, mm. yeah, so it's just, if you also look at the, the side of this where people are using exercise, they're using, movement and activity to for that kind of mental refresh as well so it's like it's i I know exactly what it's like in in my house julie and i have always said that as long as we eat we exercise and we sleep it's a happy house and the moment you take one of them away it it can just be and it's moving as getting your body up and out there is, is that kind of cleansing thing for your head and it must be awful to not be able to do that to be stuck and not be able to move
1: especially if that's where you've come from which yeah. like i say many many the vast majority of my people have you know um they they were you know runners rowers you know gym goers you know and 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 we're not talking just a little bit we're talking people who were really really um, okay. you know the good news just to say to people the good news is, you know, I see these people getting back, you know, I really, really do. Um, you know, this is not just a, a sad story, um, but you have to make that work. You have to harness that previous sort of high performance, high-achievement, and 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 use that to drive the discipline and the effort that's needed every single day in order to get through your health challenge many people are a surprise to discover quite how much effort needs to be put into the, to to this you know mm. so i just want to explain people do get back but but of course it you know it's that bit tougher you know they they're so used to pushing it that they've had further to kind of have to fall but then also you know they they they, they genuinely miss it and mm. for a lot of people it's an interesting journey, but a lot of people re- realise that actually maybe they were using it a bit too much of a crutch, you know. Mm-hmm. And as part of this, I help people. I'm sure we're going to talk a bit about kind of the, the nervous system and what have you um, today. But, you know, I help people find other ways to get those benefits, you know, and to um, to help their, their mind and their body, I suppose, that they were getting previously by by exercising.
0: Which is the support? yeah, because that's why. It, it, if... My entire sanity is based on the fact that I get out, go for a row or a run or, or whatever. It, yeah. th- th- again, the, the downside to that is it leads to insanity when you don't get to do it. And it's, it's like I say, it's like I'm like a bear. So if I go, like, say, maybe two, three days where I want to exercise, it's not like a, a, a fitness thing that suffers or an illness or whatever that stops me. But if I want to exercise and I can't because of work or whatever, it does drive yeah. me up the wall. And it's because I don't really have or... Off before anyway, I didn't have an outlet. Outlet ever since I started playing the drums again and stuff, I can wander yeah. out, have a quick, and then that gives me something else. So it's not just I think if you have that one outlet in your life, you're with all your eggs in one basket for your your mental well-being. It must be dangerous.
1: It's just it's just really really challenging.
0: What you don't want to then hit is that that spiral where you feel rotten, and so you don't do anything. You just get lower and lower. So I guess that's where you're kind of your coaching and. How you kind of really kept, get these people on track helps.
1: Yeah. yeah, because you know there are so many frustrating and horrible things about, uh, particularly a fatigue-related challenge. Whether it's long COVID, whether it's ME/CFS, fibromyalgia, you know, um, uh, hormonal deficiencies, whatever it might be. And we you know with with the ones like like the post-COVID uh, situation, you've also got to deal with the fact that nobody can give you any any real sort of um, facts or answers nobody can tell you how long this is going to take nobody can tell you how long you're going to have to deal with this for and indeed nobody will well I, I would hope will give promises that it will get back because it's it's not that straightforward however I mean that's why I became a coach you know I wanted to give people what I needed you know 12 13 years ago that wasn't there somebody who got it somebody who could give you the best guidance somebody who could help you adjust not only that that you know the the, the you know and cope with the mental health side but also you know physically help your body get back and what have you mm-hmm. um, and just you know be that that kind of constant support you know that that's what's needed and it's it's really tough when you know when people I've still got people coming to me 2 years post um, having the virus and that's two years that they've just been lost with just not sure what to do, you know, and that's tough. And, and picking somebody up from there, you know, is, you know, it can be really, really challenging, really challenging. But they do it, you yeah. know, and that's when things start to go in the right direction.
0: I'm sure there's, there's going to be people that are in a kind of an, almost like they're falling through the cracks where they're not, they just haven't really kind of come to somebody like you. They don't, or either because they don't feel they're in such a a bad place that they need a coach, but they know that something's kind of not going right. Or even maybe it's just someone that wants to kind of keep track of what's going on with my body. I mean, we, we both kind of bonded over over our discussion of the HRV thing, the, the heart rate. um, And, and I think that, from what I gather, from what I've read, anyway, is great for some f- from sports point of view. It's great so that I can look at this and kind of go, "All right, I'm feeling a little bit rotten today. My my heart rate very variation, variability very. You know, I
1: think yeah, um, is
0: also telling me that you know what I've overtrained. So there we go. It's like a slam slam. I know I'm going to take a rest day. But it, I guess you you're able to use it as a kind of a fatigue indicator as well.
1: Well, yeah, uh, you know it's it's a, a helpful input. You know, you and I share a mutual love of gadgets, don't we? Mm. Funny that, you know? <laughs> I've got my aura ring on at the moment. And, Very
0: nice. You know, yeah, I've got my, my I've little, got my little my, lumens sitting next to it. All, all right. right. So what's that? <laughs> it's not blood <laughs> sugar, is it? Is it?
1: Yeah, it's kind of measuring my body's... Um, uh, how my body reacts to to glucose from certain um, food types, and and that that's a really good uh, in, example as well, along with the Hrv. That this is about knowing how your body responds to things, mm-hmm. how how your uh, body, uh, you know, what it likes, what it doesn't like, and, and your own sort of patterns. And that is that whether it's people who are following your guidance or coming to me for help, that is the at the core of it all. Is you've got to know what your body needs or doesn't need or or what have you. And, you know, you can read a book about, you know, low GI diet or something and cut out everything, but you might not have to cut out everything, you know? Um, For me, you know, I've already spotted some foods that, yeah, my body definitely reacts to. Interestingly, you know, um, I mean, there there are some obvious ones like white pasta, but then I can have porridge and it's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. I can have a grape. And um, my, my glucose spikes, you know, massively. I can have a raspberry and it's fine. It, but it could be different for other for people. So, and the same with our HRV, you get to know your patterns. And and that's an important thing. and And... I would say anybody that's tracking their HRV for whatever reason, get to know your pattern. There's data in these apps and and, and websites that benchmarks you against everybody, mm-hmm. but that becomes this just sort of norm across the board. Get to know what yours is. And, and I know that you do that. And going back to your point about today's supposed to be a rest day, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's about what markers can you use that might just help you know whether you could push it or not. You know, what was your HIV today?
0: This is what, all right, okay, so I use an app called Athletic, okay, which is, if I do, that's kind of, so that's my, today. so if I go to today, that's what it's saying. So my recovery for today whoop, is 88% and I'm ready to train, and it's basically saying go hard today. So although my diary says that I should be taking today's arrest date, this is now reinforcing my, but then that's the downside, isn't it? I know we're cracking up. We don't want to jump too far ahead, but this is the, this is the, down, the, the now I've got the tail wagging the dog. It, on, on a day where I want to train and it tells me, oh no, you should be taking a rest day. If I feel I want to train, I'll be like, no, 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 I'll ignore it and do it anyway. On a day I should be taking a rest day and it tells me to, then of course I'm, gonna, I'm absolutely going to listen to it. So, um, but what, what I've had before is but on, on a race day, I've, uh, I've kind of I've had, tapered really well for the race. And uh, all prepped, sat down on the, the Sunday morning. I'm kind of all, and I thought, oh, I'll just check and see what the app says. And the app said, like, 25%, you're completely okay. open, like, don't do a thing. And I'm like, oh. and I could, and that was the British Championships. And I completely choked because all that was going through my head was, should yeah. be rowing today, should be and rowing
1: And I would suggest, uh, you know, having data is helpful, blooming helpful, but on those race days, just don't look at <laughs> it. Unless you're prepared to not row, it ain't going to help you kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I think you should always use these things as a helpful indicator, yeah? I
0: know, but I will take a, I will take a rest day tomorrow. That's the thing. I, I know that also...
1: but This is getting to know your pattern. You know, for some people... And this is why I don't know what you do do, but I, I'm very careful not to give people a blueprint and say, right, this is what you need to do, because everybody's different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I was saying about pacing and, and taking into consideration the wider stuff, it's not just about the rowing, it's what else is going on at the moment. Is mm-hmm. it going to be a big, high energy day in other ways as well? You know, for you, your pattern might be you need one rest day out of six, but mm-hmm. for somebody else, they need one rest day every three. And for somebody else, they might be able to go 10 days without having a rest day. But you need to, kind. I would suggest you need to learn that about yourself. And that is about capturing data, track it. You know, that's what is great about you having this defined thing. You know, I, I don't know if you do capture kind of how it felt each day, but for my guys, certainly I encourage them to do that so they can spot patterns and they can spot this stuff, you know
0: yeah well that's that's the yeah because that app's quite good for kind of looking at where my recovery was and then i can then look at what my intensity workout was that day and i can kind of match things up and go all right i wasn't able to give it much that day and then you look at the recovery and go all right that's why so yeah so in terms of building resilience and building ability what are your tips so
1: i would say let's talk about the nervous system because we've talked about hrv hrv is a great indicator um, as to how resilient and balanced your nervous system is at the moment. Um, for anybody who, without going into deep science, for anybody who doesn't already know about the nervous system, you've got you've got your sort of two states, your sympathetic, which is your fight or flight, you know, alert state, and you've got your parasympathetic, which is your rest and digest karma state. And they're both good. A lot of people um, kind of almost think that the, the fight or flight's bad. It's not at all. I mean, on a race day, you need to be in that state it gets your blood you know heart pumping your blood pumping oxygen and you know and and you're focused and you're sharp and you're ready to go and that's brilliant but then as soon as the race is finished or you know soon after it should calm back down again and there's something about fatigue related conditions that sends that out of kilter I suspected years ago that that was the case and in the last few years while I've been helping people I you know every week I see more and more evidence I waited a bit longer to get COVID it was July end of June mm-hmm. early July you know, that I got it um, I managed to stay safe in uh, Vegas when we were there but um I uh, I could feel it happening I could feel really? my nervous going it was fascinating wow. professionally not so great personally well <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt it go And I knew all of the things to do to kind of just get it back to be at least as balanced as possible. You know, a healthy, resilient nervous system meets life when it needs to and then calms back down and meets life and calms back down. And so you need to get it into that, you know, balance. And if you've lost that, there are things you can do to bring it back. If you've got it, which I hope your, you know, your audience have, you want to you want to do things every day. To keep it that way mm. and that means um I talk about there being two buckets of things there's there's the longer term rebuilding or you know protective stuff which might be um getting into a daily meditate meditation practice that's a lovely thing to do um I am a huge fan of a device called a sensate, oh, S-E-N-S-A-T-E. <S-A-T-E>. Now it's another gadget John it, stimulates your vagus nerve which is you know core to your nervous system uh Uh, so meditation uh those sorts of practices every day and getting into a habit with that is really helpful but also on each individual day if you feel your nervous system spiking to something that it shouldn't be you know out of proportion Uh which that is a sign that you're not you haven't got this lovely resilience and coherence then do the the, some helpful things to bring it back down remind your nervous system that it shouldn't be up there um and that can be breath work it can be um all sorts of things cold cold exposure um humming is wonderful for that again humming it's true. It stimulates the vagus nerve and, and calms you down. So look into things. I, I've got lots of techniques that, again, are not one size fits all, but if anybody wants to get in touch, I'd be happy to um, to share
0: that. But what, what signs are you actually looking for? I know you're saying that you need to sense that you're, you're, your body's kind of, you're in this state, but how are you gonna know? Because I, I didn't know for sure. I, I could, Well, sorry, but thinking about the vagus thing, I couldn't tell you that I suddenly got it until I woke up with with like a sore throat and I went like, oh I don't know this is right. So, what what did you feel? How did you how did you tell that your body like were you agitated? Were you hot flushed? Were you?
1: Um. Uh, you you find yourself reacting to things that you shouldn't be, or reacting to nothing. You know, getting anxious about. Right, so
0: mentally, it's like you you could have agitated yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So n- we're talking nervous system here. So you you know the classic signs of of your your system being up are you know your pulse goes up, um, you feel a bit flushed, you're you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, I suppose just you feel it just sort of building up. But I was just feeling. Um, I was feeling a lot of different sensations. I mean, a lot of this stuff, is di- it's difficult to describe tangibly, but certainly, um, you know, I, I, I might drop something and it would be like, Arr! you know, when just overreacting to things, losing patience with things, losing, getting a bit more irritable. I'm not an irritable person, but, you know, I was just feeling like I was just on edge all the time. And that's
0: what I could feel going. That's quite, I mean, because I feel that every now and then that'll happen, in fact, to be honest today that was happening I was kind of I was finding just things that kind of you know the way it's like why why do I always walk into doors on the days that I'm already pissed off it's that kind yeah. of thing where you're and and, <laughs> and so I wonder whether that's actually something that we should from from my side of it then you pay attention for these irrational days when you're a little bit yeah, almost like, almost you. Like angry or whatever like is that a sign that, that you're overtraining and things
1: Um, it's a sign that your nervous system is perhaps a bit sort of fill up. And I'll tell you, I can give you a really, really um, uh, easy thing to do. Basically, our nervous system is still based on where we evolved from, you know, back in ancient days, where there was nothing really around. You know, we were we lived an open expanses of land and the only time we were really focused and alert and what have you, was when there was something important going on. We were being chased and we were looking for safety. We were hunting something. We were looking for shelter for the night. There was something important. And of course today, how, how much of today have you spent focused on something? You know, mm. reading, looking at a screen, um, looking at television, even looking at your monitor on your rower, you know you're 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 focused, you're alert, you're on, and our nervous system is not has not been designed to deal with being on all the time. To our nervous system, that's a signal that there is important stuff going on, like ninety percent of the time, which isn't necessarily helpful. So counterbalancing that, having a, a helpful antidote is really mm-hmm. really good, and a really simple antidote to that is the opposite of being focused look broad you know take your vision wide mm-hmm. this is a simple technique that i start to introduce with the people i help and i'm happy to you know to to, to share it with your guys mm-hmm. um it's called optic flow and and just unfocus your eyes and become much more aware of the edges of your vision rather than this that's literally telling your brain there's nothing important going on we can be calm we can be calm and you'll feel your nervous system going back down so if you're having a day where it's all just you're reacting to stuff too much, that can be a sign that your nervous system is just too full, as I would say. I mean, that's that's not... It's just the way I used to describe it. But you just feel like you're losing your tolerance, you're losing your patience with things and what have you. Just wherever you are, just for a couple of minutes...
0: Just see that way. A
1: bit of of optic flow. um, And it can just really help it settle back down again and get a bit more balance
0: back. Because I mean between taking Holly to keyboard lessons. We had to take um, Isa, the, one of the new cats, had to take her to the vet, which is always fun. Um, and, all, <laughs> and even like prepping for this chat and stuff, I suddenly, there's loads of stuff I was trying to squeeze through a tiny little hole of time. And I think maybe yeah. that's it. It's not a sign of under-recovery and it being a, a workout thing. It's just about, Like you say, I've just been so focused on stuff that I need to...
1: It's hugely, hugely helpful. It really is. And I suppose that's the big message for for the the rowing community who are watching this video, that however long you've spent rowing on that day might have been completely achievable, but make sure that you're smart the rest of the day too. Give yourself the best chance. If you were then, you know, straight off to to get washed and go out and do, 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 you know, and... It, it's we're not you know that's it's not necessary you'd have to be really resilient to be able to continue to do that um i would suggest
0: well it's really interesting for the nervous system but what other things
1: can people do i i, I mean i think it's genuinely just you know give their body the best chance every day of, of performing well mm. um you know eating well as we talked about learn learn what works for you with with the gadget or or just by tracking again and what have you but you know um Our body needs, you know, we've got to consume energy in order to make it and and use it. So, you know, eating well, um, get light in your eyes. I'm such a big fan of, you know, harnessing natural daylight in the right ways to give you the best start. You know, our body clocks are, are real. You know, we've all our bodies want to get into this lovely strong rhythm and every cell in our body does something different depending on where it is what time of day it is sometimes even what time of year it is and the way our body and the cells know what time it is is by getting light in through our eyes our eyes have got light receptors and they send signals back to a part of our brain Just above the roof of our mouth, actually, which receives that and sees what how much blue light is there, what's the you know, what kind of light is it? And it it can make a judgment as to what time of day it is. So in the morning, I would actually say get outside. If you're looking at light through glass, it stops most of the helpful rays coming in. Just to get outside within an hour of waking, for if it's a fairly sunny time of day, of year or what have you, for 10 minutes is enough usually, but give your body the best chance. It sends a message to every cell in your body it's morning let's start you know making energy let's shut down melatonin let's you know get our digestive system going you know it's the best thing you can do and then again in in the evening dusk time doesn't hurt to get back out again again Mm. it it, it's all information for your brain that tells it what time what time it is and what functions it should or shouldn't be doing so just do these sorts of things and these are free you know these things are free you don't have to get a gadget to to give your body the best
0: chance I suppose yeah you, yeah, you don't need yeah, you, you don't need a gadget you don't need someone that you have to go to it's basically just going for a walk because Julie and I do that in the morning we'll go for like a, a morning commute walk around the block before coming back to the same yeah, place at home again but um, yeah, that, yeah the
1: only thing I would say about a gadget is those of us in the UK especially you up, up in Scotland um you know in the winter time there just is not the light from about October there is n- no time of the day has the right light in mm. you know signals in it so i've got a a a, a lamp that i i have next to me in the morning so i'm still getting that light in
0: okay that's quite a handy hack actually just to make sure
1: very expensive the one i've got was sort of 30 40 pounds on amazon and Mm -hmm. it will last for years i hope so
0: hopefully that and especially up here in scotland i mean vitamin d supplements are, are are really important in fact i've got where is he No, know he said no yeah because i go for this is i think you told me to get this one was the the spray yeah, rather than that, tablets because
1: it's... i mean we've talked about this but it's worth saying well we're talking about vitamin d i mean gosh i could geek geek out about all this stuff you're gonna have to stop me in a minute but um as you know i had a dna health profile done and genetically to just check out some things and um both Of the key genes to do with vitamin d um absorption for me are sort of switched off so not only does my body struggle to make vitamin d from the sun it also struggles to use vitamin d which is a really difficult sort of double whammy as it were so i have to supplement a lot all year round to get my my levels need to be up way above the kind of the, the recommended sort of level to so that my body still gets enough even though it's being wasteful kind of with a lot of it So, you know, again, if you can get this sort of information, you can use it. You Mm -hmm. know, it's fascinating what we can find out about ourselves nowadays. I'm not going to go off and get a genetic test done, but don't assume that you're getting vitamin D. I'm not, unless I supplement. There's so much stuff we can do to just give our bodies the best chance. And with everything you know preventing anything is going to is always the easiest thing than than having something on your hands that you've got to deal with you know um so i hope i hope that message has come through well, well,
0: hopefully and, and it also takes us full circle on, on the chat as well as the the whole thing of yeah look after yourself notice what's yeah. going on and prevent it yeah well let's stop here and then we'll pick this up at another, we'll see how people said, did, did they didn't like watching the sibling chat? And we'll, we'll do a part two on something else, but we'll stop here. And then um, uh, I'll, I'll of course, let you know when people get in touch on YouTube or the podcast. I know that I've got a lot of people who could actually benefit from listening to this just from, like, all right, I need to think about what's going on and not just push myself hard. So um, yeah, it's definitely, I think my guys are going to win more out of this chat than your guys, because they're all going to be like, I'm going to go machine. <laughs>
1: it's your channel it's your channel but yeah if anybody does want to get in touch or you know not for yourself but for you know a loved one or a friend that you know um that's struggling you know um pamelarose.co.uk will find me and i'm on instagram and all of the socials so
0: Cool. All right. All right. Well, I'll um, I'll speak to you on, on the phone or whatever. Another point anyway. But until I think
1: this is the first time we've seen each other for a while. Right? You know,
0: <laughs> it's boring, since since Vegas. I think. Yeah. Anyway. All right. OK. I'll say I'll speak to you later on. OK. And I hope everybody's found this helpful. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.